Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Brian Howell, remember Brian, during a lot of the uh, discussion and what was going on, not only with just Dion signing as the head coach with the Buffaloes, but also the possibility of realignment, which CU will be a part of the Big 12 next year. Brian, thanks for your time. So how would you rank the weekend that Colorado had when it comes to the transfer portal and the, even the number one ranked offensive tackle at offense uh, uh, joining the team? Yeah, it's been a good few days for the Bucks. <laughs> you know, they – uh, obviously did not have a very good offensive line this last year. And, um, you know, after one game, Deion Sanders said he was going to go get a new offensive lineman. Well, he did that this last week and, you know, picked up four uh, FBS starters in the transfer portal, plus, uh, you know, a couple of days before that, the number one tackle in the country. So, um, you know, that's five new offensive linemen, and um, he's remaking that line in a very quick manner. It was, you know, a tumultuous end of the season where, you know, Sean Lewis has gone to San Diego State. Um, he hasn't named all the, the assistants yet, but how would you grade on how the, you know, after this first, you know, really nice push in the recruiting cycle, the, the first two weeks of the offseason has gone for them? I think it's been a, overall good. I mean, uh, they, the biggest thing they need is to upgrade the roster, and they've done that, um, at least on the offensive line. Uh, they actually, you know, got a, a tight end from Cincinnati that you know, caught 23 passes, five touchdowns this last year, and they need a tight end. So um, I feel like they've upgraded the roster and coaching staff. You know, a lot of times uh, we don't know how good those coaches are until you actually see the guys play, and you say, "Oh yeah, he's a really good coach." Well, it's because he has really good players. So um, you know, we'll see. You know, with the coaching staff, and um, he hasn't told us exactly, you know, what they're doing at at the offensive coordinator position. He keeps saying it's most likely it'll be past Um, but he hasn't said that for sure. So we'll see with that. But um, I think overall it's been a good offseason so far. 
Brian, what was the actual season like? I mean, with all the hype and all the success there at the beginning, what was that like uh, from your standpoint to cover uh, just the roller coaster nature and especially that second half where, you know, there was not a, not a lot of positives to glean from what was going on, especially compared to that first half. Just how would you describe that roller coaster of this debut season for Coach Prime? Yeah, certainly, you know, came out uh, September was absolutely insane and all the hype that uh, was around this program and, um, you know, we just kind of knew that, man, if this, if this team keeps winning, this is going to get really crazy around here. Well, then they started losing and I uh, kind of tempered things a little bit. And uh, I, I think ultimately they settled into um, the type of season that you would expect out of the program if it was any other head coach than Deion Sanders. You know, um, what he did was improve the team. And uh, they were a much better team in 2023 than 2022. And that's what you hire the head coach for. Uh, but because of Deion Sanders, because of, of the hype uh, that they created, uh, the, they created themselves in a lot of ways, uh, then it, lo- it, was, it looks like a disappointment. But I think this program is actually on a good track under Deion Sanders right now. Ryan Howell, again, the Boulder Daily Camera with us on 365 Sports. How have you seen the, the conference move affect how they're approaching their talent acquisition? I don't think it changes it that much. I think that um, he's always uh, said that he wants to recruit nationally and that won't change. And so, um, you know, they're getting guys from all over the place and, you know, he's always going to recruit, you know, Florida and Georgia and Texas and things like that. So uh, I think that was going to happen whether he was, uh, whether they were in the Pac-12 or Big 12. So um, I don't think that part of it's changed so much, but I do know that they're excited about going to the Big 12. Brian, uh, how would you describe Shador's uh, season? And also, what is like the hubbub about uh, you know his future and, and how that looks and, and what they're trying to build around him? Obviously, he's got to feel pretty good about the news when it comes to these offensive line pickups. Yeah, he, he's really good. I mean, he, he's arguably the best quarterback um, CU's ever had and had a phenomenal season uh, despite how much pressure he was under. And, you know, some of those facts were on him. You know, he holds the ball a little bit too long sometimes, but I mean, he's the most sacked quarterback in college football, and uh, that's not all on him. Um, and I, I, frankly, it's a miracle that he got uh, through ten and a half games. He missed the last, you know, game and a half with an injury. He finally, got knocked out. But um, you know, to, to get as far as he did was kind of amazing with the beating he took. But um, he set records despite all that, and uh, he'll be back. And you know, that's a big reason why they're uh, going after offensive linemen so much is they want to protect protect Shador because. Uh, they believe, and I believe this too, that if he's got protection, um, he's going to be really tough to stop, and he's going to be an elite talent, elite caliber quarterback next year with good protection. So what else do they need? What else do they need? They need offensive linemen. They seem to have at least checked that box or five of them and maybe more. They need defensive people too on the front line. What else do they have to come up with when they sign this class in about a week or so? Yeah, I mean, really the main focus has got to be defense at this point. And, you know, you'd like to see another tight end or two, um, you know, maybe a quarterback. Uh, I do know, you know, Deion Sanders has said they want to get uh, some, an experienced quarterback to back up Shadur Sanders, and that's difficult, but they want to get uh, somebody in the portal that uh, you know, can be that capable backup or at least, a, you know, a, a second or third string type of guy. Um, and they, they secondary. He's always looking at secondary. You can never have enough DBs. And even though they got Travis Hunter and Cormani McLean at the uh, corner, uh, Shiloh Sanders at safety, uh, they're loaded back there, but they, they want more of those guys. But the priority's got to be defensive linemen and, uh, you know, edge rushers, linebackers, things like that. 
Have you seen him adjust his expectations for what they can be and how quickly based on how this season went? Or do you think Deion Sanders knew that this was was probably how things were going to go? He, he has told us that he knew this was going to happen and um, that, uh, you know, he, he actually said, if you ask our athletic director, I laid out a plan. I said, this is what's going to happen. And we knew we were weak in these spots. And um, I believe him in that, you know, you go back and listen to what he was saying about the offensive line. He expressed concern about the offensive line long before the season even uh, began. And so he knew that they were a little weaker there. And, uh, you know, I, I think that it may have surprised him a little bit how difficult it was, uh, the transition. I think that um, he absolutely thought they were going to win more football games than they did. And so I think that's a surprise. But um, I don't think his plan or his mission has changed. And uh, I think that he's just going about um, fixing the things that, uh, that didn't work this year and making sure it's better next year. All right, so next year is the Big 12. Uh, is there still excitement from the decision over the summer? Is there still momentum with what Colorado's decided to do by joining the Big 12? Yeah, I think so. I, I think Buff fans are excited about it. And uh, they know that they, uh, well, they believe they've got a team that, that can go in and compete right away in the Big 12, especially with Shigeru at quarterback and Travis Hunter and, and some of the acquisitions they're getting right now. So uh, I think there's a lot of excitement about what this team can be in 2024. Brian, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Brian Howell, Boulder, Daily Camera, with us on 365 Sports with Dion and his staff loading up on some recruits. This has been a Rogue Media Network 